When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new vintagey colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B O. Bombas.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. I wish we saw a movie about William H. Macy running a day spa, but instead we saw cellular. So you know what that means. Now it's time Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am your host, Paul Shear, uh, joined as always by Jason Manzukas. How are you, Jason? I'm good, Paul. How are you? Very good. Uh, <sighs> Any, Watch this movie. Didn't care for it. Yeah, really? Uh, this wasn't a one. Like this isn't. You don't think this is like kind of like a, a successor? A lost gem? No, no, it's not. <laughs> Once again, you've made me watch something that is like something that was lost that deserves to be lost to time. <laughs> Oh no no no! This is yeah, a, this cellular, is like eat a dick. This is like speed. This is like a better version of speed. It's oh like oh god! <laughs> um, it's actually a how did this get made all star kind of day. We have two returning guests on the show. Uh, I guess I'm so excited to have our first guest. Um, you know him probably from the Mindy Project or the hilarious film Blockers. He just wrote, directed, and produced and starring in a brand new movie. It's called The Oath with Tiffany Haddish. It's right now available on VOD. Check it out. Mr. Ike Barinholtz. Welcome. Yes. Out. Thank you. I have not whoop, whoop, been in. What? What? <laughs> Jason and I went to the night gathering of the juggalos together last year. Yeah. <laughs> we talked to each other. We got to We met up. up on the drug bridge. My man was sucking down a strawberry fago <laughs> at his ass out. <laughs> what? What? Whoop, whoop. This um, is the... I was at the premiere of this movie. I, oh, yeah. And I really enjoyed... Oh, sorry. Did I... Um, no, I'm go ahead. Delay. You, yeah, you could do take Say, it. So, say something nice about the movie interrupted. Go ahead. 
Oh, sorry. Uh, I was at the premiere of this movie, Ike, uh, and it was great. And you were you spoke very eloquently and passionately, and the movie was fucking fantastic. I talk good about the movie. See yeah. a good good time movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the movie is great. I also saw it, and uh, it's. I, I think what I love about the movie is how funny it is, but then it also is. Uh, it's a very like tense movie you do a great job of kind of balancing comedy and tension really well first of all thank you guys it's basically like if twitter were a movie <laughs> where you look at a tweet where it's like uh it's a tweet of like a pig wearing a diaper and everyone's like look at diaper pig diaper pig's amazing i love him and then the next tweet is like i don't know children being separated from the parents you start crying or you're scared that's basically <laughs> what i wanted to make is a movie diaper about. pig a real thing uh he is he is really? repped at uta Wow. And he does a bunch of different stuff. He's a writer, though. That's why I think why yeah, they want to was just, He yet. was a YouTube celeb. Um, oh, that's so he cool. He was part of uh, Logan Paul's crew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Jake so Paul. Oh, he was a Jake Paul. You mean Pollard. so he's hilarious? So he's hilarious <laughs> and a good person. Oh, that's great. Um, we also have another special co-host joining us today. Uh, she's also been on the pod. She has her own amazing podcast called Throwing Shade and a fantastic book, which I read and loved. It's called Feminasty. Please welcome Erin Gibson. Hi, y'all. What a real yeah. what a real turd movie this was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this we is, made you watch this. <laughs> I watched it last night after, well, I'm kind of nervous about the election, so I've been drinking yeah. almost a full bottle of wine every sure, night. Sure, of course. Too. So this was post-bottle of wine. I have to say, this is the way to do it. Uh, uh, you, guys, you guys have me on this podcast for my hot takes, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. And your hot looks. Thank you. Here's my hot take. This movie wasn't that bad. Ooh. <laughs> In fact, Ooh. I, listen, I've Ooh, listened to- this take is hot. I've listened to almost every uh, yeah. episode of this podcast. Uh, l- long-time listener, second-time guest. Yeah. Ike Barinholtz. <laughs> I think I know how this got made. <laughs> I don't know if that's happened before. I think I know how it got made. It, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I agree with you. I think it exists as a film. Like you can get yes, it. Like it's you a under- decent story. Great actors in it. Every time a new scene started, I'm like, Noah Emmerich, the guy from I America. Know. I'm in. Deep yes. <laughs> I, and, and again, I, this is a young Chris Evans who is playing like a real sur- surfer dude. It actually made me appreciate his body for Captain America because I was guys, like, guys, whoa. His what? body, his, but his, even in this where he's much skinnier, his body's freaking dope. Yeah, he oh, was. Oh, he's like a straight up hunk. <laughs> he's a hunk. He's a hunk and a half. Um, but it's right, but they got him right between uh, Johnny Flame. Yes, uh, and Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four and, and Captain America. They got him in that, that, that spot. Right. And this, his 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 approach his his whole thing is he's an approachable hunk. Yes, like you don't think he's gonna like put a date rape drug in. No, your drink. he's very charming. <laughs> yeah. no, and like, he's a he's a hunk that you like went to school with. Like he's like the hunkiest guy in like regular high school. But he's, he's not like from another world hunky. Yeah, he's also like light on his feet and kind of nimble in some of the scenes. I mean, they, the character, it's not like a great character. It's just like this like surfer fuckboy. Yeah, but everyone in this movie is doing their best job. I mean, at doing this they real are. shit ball screen. Well, well, I will say this. And look, and I'm not suggesting this is like Godfather Part 2, right? <laughs> You're uh, it's, not. It's a, I'm not. I want to be on the oh, record. Okay, it's it. not a good movie, but it's not like so bad. Although the uh, cold open... Was not Real it bad. left me feeling cold. Yeah, like, I was yes. like, this is not <laughs> grabbing me. It looks well, like a sales like, commercial. Or something. I was like, at least I was. I was happy at least that they started hard. 
Like yes. immediately she is grabbed, taken, thrown into a room, sledgehammers the phone. Housekeeper murder. Housekeeper Her murdered housekeeper, immediately. That is and we, fucking dark. Unanswered I, for. It, that goes unanswered. Yeah. Like that woman just disappears. Yeah, she didn't even look like they cleaned her. Uh, they definitely cleaned her up in the house because she's not there when William H. Macy comes in later, probably because they didn't want to pay her more than one day to work. Yeah, I agree yeah. with Paul what you said in the beginning. I wrote in my notes too, I would have rather this was a procedural starring William H. Macy. But unfortunately, this is one of those movies that I feel like Hollywood decides they need to make every 10 years, which is what if the whole movie is a phone call? Got, yeah, right. th- and it was written by the guy who wrote Phone Booth. Right. No, it wasn't. Yes, yes, yes. it was. It was the same thing. Oh, my God. The same phones. He basically thought while he was trying to get Phone Booth made, he's like, you know what? Why don't I do another one, which will be like kind of the bookend to it, like, there's one where he's trapped on the phone. He can't leave. This one, he can travel all over on the phone. And all oh. of his friends are like, you just made the same movie. Well, you know? I mean, it all started in 1997 with Beeper. <laughs> <laughs> the film Beeper. He just keeps on seeing just- 911 and help. Oh, he reads it upside down. <laughs> uh, I got to find a payphone so I can call this in. It is funny, though, for a movie called Cellular, written by a man who clearly is into phones, it, it really, they don't understand how cellular phones work. Yes. No. I mean, there's one point where the cellular call jumps to another phone. This and is the craziest scene in the <laughs> yes. movie. It defies all uh, fiber optic, cellular cell tower logic. It's it's madness. Basically, just to give you the idea of what the movie is, if you've not seen it, it uh, Chris Evans, surfer bro, gets a phone call from Kim Kidnap Kim Basinger, uh, saying, you got to help me. He's because she's a- taken a smashed rotary dial telephone and is just like knocking wires World together. World War II style <laughs> yes. trying to like yes. get a connection. She is literally a, uh, a science teacher in this film. And that makes Sorry, her- Sorry, Paul. She is a- A scientist biologist or Uh, something? Hold on, I wrote it down. She had a very, uh, a general title that allowed her to be good at- She's like a high school teacher, right? (laughs) Right. Because she would- Who knows the human body, knows how to put together phones. She's a very smart person, but when it comes to descriptions- Terrible. Terrible. She, they go, what does he look like? And she just describes uh, what he's wearing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she says she's a science biology teacher. Science biology teacher. Mm-hmm. So that means that she can put together a phone like uh, like someone's hot wiring a car, two wires, like, and which I still don't even understand how that works. She's also being kidnapped by a mostly nonverbal Jason Statham. Yes. And when they say describe him, she says like eight characteristics before she says close cropped hair. Yeah. She's like, do you mean bald? She always yeah. starts with you know fucking she, bald. She always starts with the pants. <laughs> yeah, she's like yeah. dark jeans. Jeans. Yeah, dark, dark, flat. Flat. dark jeans. Two Brown pockets in the front. Leather two pockets jacket. in the back. Uh, slightly apple bottomed. Uh, Probably uh, J. Crew, maybe the gap. I you know what she you know what she never mentions as a descriptor for this Los Angeles police detective? British. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Which first he very one. clearly her, is. If I was her, they'd be like, well, who was it? Okay. Bald man came in. He clearly is from England, but he was pre- trying to pretend he was from LA. And they'd be like, it's Jason Statham. <laughs> and he's him. actually one of the cops on our force. Uh, Jason Statham, I guess the director said at one point, like, you know, in this take, just do something fun, kind of, you know, scare Kim a little bit. And it was an improvised take when he took out his belt and strangled her with his belt. That and that's no, the it's only, not okay. That's I know. Not acceptable. Not at all acceptable. And it was the only, they only did it once. And that's a take that's in the movie. Oh, but oh God. to think about Kim Basinger, 
like she doesn't react in a way that's like if I was an actor on set and someone took a belt around my neck, I would be like, oh, hey, hey, whoa, slow, slow down, everybody. Yeah. Also, she's number one on that call sheet. Yeah, and she oh, yeah. took it. Like, but I, I just love that that's where Jason Statham's mind was. Like, oh, I'll take off my belt and strangle her with my belt. Uh, I guess I'll belt her to this post. <laughs> also, that by the way, no like sense. Yeah, he also has to keep holding it behind the post. Yeah. So, like, it's a physically puts them. It's the puts worst way in, to strangle yeah. someone. I, it's I, not I would, like he ties her up with it. That would make sense. Okay, I'll use my belt to restrain you over here and while I'm, like, monologuing or whatever. But, no, he's just kind of having to actively hold her with the belt while he's saying, where is he? Where <laughs> I sort of appreciate it now in hindsight that we're talking about it because there were moments when she first gets into this like uh, whatever $4 million teardown that they're keeping her in (laughs) where she... Where she's like, it's a really nice house. It's, it's so really nice. Awesome. Uh, they, there would not be a spare bedroom in any house like that in LA. Now no. it would be an Airbnb. Yeah, but and she, by the way, the attic totally empty. That attic is empty except for the phone. That was the, that was my favorite thing. Like, oh yeah, we all have an attic phone. Everyone has an attic phone. Oh, yeah, that's where I make yeah. all my calls. You get caught in the attic. Yeah, but the, when she first when they first throw her in there, it's almost like she doesn't care. Yeah. She, I didn't feel like she was worried at all, or she was just like, nope, now I'm in an attic. She kind of makes herself at home very quickly. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious, even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Cap'n Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Cap'n Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Cap'n Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places and I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus. 
plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. I was obsessed with Jason State. I'm a legit Jason State oh, fan. Of same. Same. Great. Same. But it was, the accent was so crazy. It was just like, I kept doing this bit to my, well, first of all, my wife was, we don't get to watch a lot of movies anymore. Yeah. We have little kids sure, traveling. And I was like, hey, we're going to watch a movie tonight. She's like, oh, great. I want to see uh, the Mr. Rogers movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Is this s- where you're announcing your divorce? <laughs> <laughs> how about cellular? She goes, what? what? We started- you know, the 2004 classic? She was like, why? I go, oh, because Paul and June, Jason are doing a podcast. She's like, well, can you watch that on your own time? I go, no, we have to watch it now. So anyways, I kept doing this bit. Because Statham's accent is so bad. He's like, yeah, I'm from L.A. I was born in L.A. I went to Crossroads, didn't I? I got to go. I'm going to the Clippers game. Lifelong season ticket holder. I'll see you at Langer's, motherfucker. (laughs) It's so funny because we talk about this all the time. Like, you get these bad guys that are, or good guys like Schwarzenegger, that have these defined accents that you have to acknowledge. Like, wait, so he's an L.A. police officer. It's one line. It's one line. When I moved here from England when I was 18, I didn't like it. But now I love it because I'm a cop. Instead, it's like, sorry I'm late. I was on the 405. Uh, I got off at Sentinella. And there was a I grew up in Chatsworth, mate. (laughs) Was he trying to hide it? He was trying to hide it, but he can't. He can't. And it's it's sort of a muted statham. Like, I feel like he's got more bite when he's doing his... Full on British accent here. He just seems a little bit more muted. You meet me at Pete's Coffee on Larchmont tomorrow, <laughs> motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? The coffee bean is better than Starbucks. <laughs> it's the vanilla powder they use a malt in it, don't they? <laughs> but I also feel like that's why he was so angry. That's why he's whipping out the belt. That's why he's using a sledgehammer to bash a phone. By the way, he takes a sledgehammer to like a beam that clearly like a load bearing beam, beam. <laughs> beam. I'm like, in the middle of the room it's the only beam in the I middle would love of the it room if he hit that thing the the roof caved in and credits rolled and the movie was literally over <laughs> this, so would my wife <laughs> oh, this movie is also a movie where i realize in watching it where no one is really doing scenes with anybody else everyone's no, talking divided, to someone yeah. yeah it's like everyone's just doing a day it's like all right it's just, you can hear like the scripty off camera just going no, I need to get there now. <laughs> yeah. just, the scrub supervisor was working overtime. On this also, one. why is there so much dialogue where someone has to describe to Kim Bassinger what just happened that we just saw? Yes. Half yeah. of the yes. movie is just explaining exactly what we just saw. Also, yeah. also, hey, great. Kim Bassinger, you got an outside line. Someone's yeah. trying to help you. You don't have to talk the whole. She's talking <laughs> at full voice in oh, the yeah, attic. There was a lot. While of there voice. are three to four bad guys in the house, she's talking like, "What's <laughs> going on now, Ryan? Describe him to me. Where are you, Ryan? Ryan? Ryan?" And you're like, "Lady, you're Chill. supposed to be alone in the attic." Whisper. Can yeah. we talk about the worst joke of the whole thing? Oh, please. Which is when she tells him, Chris Evans, what her son's name is. Oh, I have Ricky Martin. Yes, yes. I have. I have a little uh, clip of it if you want to hear it real so quick. So weird. Here we go. Uh, 
Okay. What's his name? Ricky. Ricky what? Ricky, Martin. Ricky Martin? You named your child Ricky Martin? He was before this. Whatever, whatever. What does he look like? <laughs> he's 11 years old. Uh, blonde hair. He's really uh, small for his age. Ricky Martin! Was that the bell? <laughs> hurry! Hurry, he'll go to the Of parents. course it's the bell, hey, you idiot! It, it, it's a legit good joke. I'm not gonna, like, it's a legit joke. Like she said, that was before the song came out. If that was, that fucking I mean, joke was in Talladega Nights, it would be like, it's my favorite line! It's line? line? I needed the music to drop out for just a second. Like, I needed them yeah, to drop all, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, all the premise of the movie but, and just do that joke full out like but an that's, But that, to me, is the, if you were to, like, really pinpoint the problem with the movie, it's two different films. Because that movie is, like, intense music, Ricky Martin. And like, and you're hearing, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Like, I mean, they're just doing jokes e- about Ricky Martin. Even when, like, the, the first scene is so terrifying. They're killing a, a, yeah, a this domestic worker. Yeah, yeah. And then it cuts to Chris Evans' intro, and it's, like, a Mountain Dew Code Red ad, where it's, like, oh. really... Really bad, like, boom, boom, boom. and and he's Where with his buddy. Sunshine? He's with his buddy, uh, who uh, er, Eric was, Christian er, Olson, Olson, who they make out to be a super perv. He is videotaping on his phone, like girls' asses, yeah, and then refers to one woman as just nipples, which was yeah. her name in the casting call in the script. Hold on, real quick, I'm gonna just uh, get rid of the PC police. What if her <laughs> Christian name was Nipples, and that was like her name is like Lisa Nipples? Okay, guys. Not everything. I, 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 the only thing. The only thing that I will take back on it, it was like I'm like he's creepy, but is it less? Well, no. It's I was gonna say it's credibly creepy that he calls it to her to her face. But I see and you behind go, his back. I go, what's up, Sheer? And then yeah. I'll say like, oh, I saw Sheer the other day. Like I'll see Dave later on. So I don't know. I think it's her last name. I feel like here's the thing. I believe in their future together as a couple. So I feel like it's gonna be part of their playful nicknames for each other. And mm-hmm. on the altar, he's gonna say. Nipples. Nipples. When we first met, <laughs> the, the audience is going to laugh. The one. There, were, there were three female characters in this movie. One of them is a nameless <laughs> Jessica Biel. Yes. 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 I don't, I think no, it was Chloe. Chloe. Oh, Chloe. Yes. Chloe, Nipples, yes. and then Kim Bassinger, who's <laughs> Jessica referred, Richards? referred to as bitch more times than her real name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bitch I has more kick in her. He does the call her a bitch a lot. <laughs> She I gets think called a bitch twice <laughs> in like the span of 10 seconds by a guy she murders. <laughs> she doesn't even have power at the end. But there was, there was a really, like, I was like, there was a moment when when she's killing the main bad guy in the car at the end with her, ha- yeah. and her handcuffs yeah. and the husband's back. They're like, don't look, don't look. I was like, you you felt like she was like, she finally, like enough yeah, is enough. She was, like, she, wa- she was a badass though. Cause like when she slices the guy that in the one artery. Oh, yeah. That was a great she move. She kills two people. She <laughs> Kim Basinger takes two lives in this movie. She she claims two human souls and, and, for herself. And Chris Evans, no lives. Chris Evans, no, no lives. No, no, Chris Evans safe. is responsible for dozens of civilian deaths yeah, yeah, in the is. multiple car pileups. Like, a car explodes because he leaves it in the middle of the well, street. To be he honest, that car- a highway pileup. So, like, at least 12 people are dead. I will say, like, I thought the car scenes were legitimately well-directed, well-shot. Yes. I Agreed. was like, wow. whoa, they well, were, like, kind 
kind of cool. But by the way, the time when they started using those weird, uh, or not weird, but the um, the cameras that faced the driver that were on the hood. Yes, sure, right. That was like the beginning of that. Well, uh, just you know, uh, the the reason why I think it was directed so well is the the director is like a stunt man. So basically, he has like seventy seven stunt credits going back to nineteen seventy six, and also has directed like Snakes on a Plane, Final Destination, Shark Night three D. But the part of the script was written by the Fast and Furious guy, Chris Morgan. He wrote, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. So this is kind of like his uh, entry point into that kind of world. They, they did a good job of making LA Traffic one of the one of the best villains. Oh yeah, in this yeah. I love it. LA Traffic and random LA street construction. Right. I, I do love a a, a a movie where you're running through LA. I'm like, oh, that school that he goes to, that's by my house. I was like, I know that school. All right, great, that, that's perfect. Oh, by LA way, Center I Studios. Wanna, yeah, I LA Center Studios. Shout out. Shout out to John Ennis. Uh, yes. Who's the, he's the, the, security the security guard at the school. At the school who, who has a gun, gun. in his, in his <laughs> He has a fucking a, gun. And this it's is in his an car. elementary school. And it's like a very private elementary school. And then oddly, his car is parked outside, but yet he was patrolling the hallways. It didn't look yeah. like he was coming in to get Chris Evans. Hey, uh, uh, can I make a, yeah. a statement of fact? Sure. The movie gets 54% better the second William H. Macy shows up. Oh, oh great. William yeah. H. Macy is... Mwah. He I, is so fucking good in this movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, there's no, not a bad moment for this. I mean, this is the first time we hear him, and I just will play this clip too because this is a great. This is how you're introduced to him. I'm a cop and have been for 27 years, so let's just cut the bullshit, pal, because I've heard it all. Now, I ordered the rain shower with Awapui. Don't tell me Jojoba is Awapui. I wasn't born yesterday, so I'm going to return the two cases and you will refund my money. Or maybe, maybe I should just drive down there and we can discuss this in person. No, 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 I've got loofahs out my ass. What I want is a refund. That that line could be from Magnolia. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he, he that and that's what I kind of love about this movie is that like Noah Emmerich, like I mentioned, he's in it too, and that they're great together. Like I don't even I feel like they're all just playing different movies. Like they're like there's a movie where it's like William H Macy is the I just need to retire and open my yep. day spa, but he's also doing comedy when he's getting like the green face mask. Hilarious, on. hilarious he, comedy. He's, I liked the idea of like a cop a procedural where the cop is just kind of he's not a super badass. No. He's just kind of like going. Going about his day, doing his thing, getting ready to retire, yeah. and then just kind of has a like a nagging feeling about this one. I want that movie. I, I would have followed him on the phone. When I uh, I used to live in an apartment in Hollywood and uh, brag, whatever, oh. no big deal. <laughs> I'll tell you the street. How many bedrooms done. in that thing? <laughs> Two, baby. Nice. How many bedrooms? Turned into an office. One and a half. <laughs> one and a half bath. William Woo-woo. H Macy owned the building across the street. And he would come by and like inspect it while they were building. And every time he came by, it would derail my writing because I'd be with Dave Stassen writing. And then for the next three hours, we would just talk like William H. Macy. Yeah, no, no, this is my deal. No, no, Shep, Shep, like for hours. That's my William H. Macy story. Did you ever go out and talk to him? No, no, no. I don't want to bother the man. He's a busy man. I was a loser. He's um, outside. He clearly wants to be spoken to. He does. It's his fault. It's true. William, William H. Macy just. Like I, I feel like you believe everything. Someone was talking to me last night. They're like, "It's so you can you know you're watching a good or bad movie when you believe 
the cop in the movie. And I believed William H. Macy as this cop 1 million percent. 1 million percent. Yes. I wanted, I wanted so much more of him. He was so good. Every scene he was in was funny and cool. And, and Noah like, Emmerich as well. Yeah, Noah you know, Emmerich, like their, yeah. Their, their, their kind of banter back and forth in the precinct, I was like, yes, I, want, I would like this cop movie, not the Jason Statham and his rogues gallery oh, of bad guys cops. That <laughs> precinct scene was crazy. Remember like the- The, the gang fight? The gang, yeah. fi- gang yeah. fight breaks out and and then uh, 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 Chris Evans can't bring the can't phone upstairs because he might lose signal. But yeah. that's that's not how it works again. No, it's but it's so odd. It's in this time where like this is the time where they were making movies when technology is kind of on the cusp. It's like right. how does the internet work? What is hacking? Right. What is cell phones? Like when they're doing that thing about wow, the cell phone can take video. They show this like Nokia that there's no way like you were playing like that like snake. It on, looks like on Tetris. That. Yeah, it looks like, like Tetris. Yeah, like there's no way that you're getting like crystal clear like TV level video but but that was like the future that they predicted but then when he goes into a tunnel he's like oh tunnel, tunnel. I but, can't do it but yet he like makes a real big turn into the tunnel like an yeah. unnecessarily big turn also this movie would have been five minutes long if people just believed women <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, everyone is <laughs> so like, uh, okay, great prank. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're a lady. You've been kidnapped. Oh, Unbelievable. Wow. I got another nice kidnapped woman lady. call. All my friends pranking me with their kid. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, why are you like, why would that be the first uh, go to? Like, oh, yeah, you got me again. Hey, Jerry, get this. He says a woman's been kidnapped. <laughs> get yeah, out of here. Yeah, go upstairs to the robbery department. Like, <laughs> he he's so cavalier that. about it. Like, and like, I've also been to a police precinct. They didn't just let you wander around like, no. Yeah, yeah, why don't you just uh, make your way, <laughs> make your way up there, bud? And then that other weird moment of that guy he being being like, "Are you a homicide detective?" No, I'm a victim. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The idea. What is the He's just wandering in the precinct and while nobody is. It's as if in the police precinct when the fight breaks out on the first floor, every available policeman goes to that fight. <laughs> And he's like, what What happened? I was following a report. But that's these, com- like these comedy pops, which I go back and forth between loving and hating. I kind of love the lawyer who was so he's, aggressive. I, I hated him at first, but yeah. then in the end, I was like, ah, I love this man. I mean, he's just working it. He's just like pitching a million jokes. Uh, he's throwing a lot of shit at the wall, and some of it's sticking. I yeah. can tell you, it is. Like, it is. I'm like, all right, I'm down. <laughs> he says at one point to Sherry Shepard, he's like, he's because well, Sherry Shepard's running the deep, like the DMV, impound. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I got caught. Jack. That's when a jack off takes your car. I was yeah, like, all right, that's, that's, a good one. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> and his license plate is like, I will oh. sue you. <laughs> and I loved that he's talking to his mom about how he got the Porsche. The partners gave him a Porsche and it goes zero to 60 in whatever, three seconds. And it drops the panties in like, like four seconds. And then he's like, okay. He goes, okay, mom, I got to call you back. That's good. I think that is good. That was the best I'm joke. In. That was the best joke for me in the movie. Yeah. There, the joke that I liked was. Because I was like, I get that guy. Because I, I also talked to my mom about like oh my God. getting that puss. Also, everyone knows girls love nothing more than a car. <laughs> yeah. All the women in my life are like obsessed Ooh. with cars. Oh, yeah. Oh, By the way, fuck. I didn't even think it was that like cool of a car. Oh, it's just like a bluish no, it's like the, Porsche. The, 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 yeah. and it's there like were the, so many Porsches in this movie. Yeah. I love that. Like, he, he liked that Porsche so much. He had to go steal it back. He oh, steals yeah. a car. Right? I don't, and then he was, goes like, what a crazy plot was. Now you got to go to the impound to steal yeah. it. So you can get the cell phone. Yeah. yeah. And all because all because he sees a tow truck with the same. And rem- he, it's so crazy. Hold on, that wait, flashback wait, we, have back, yes. we have to back it up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, ahead, remember, ahead, remember, 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 he is on the phone with Kim Basinger. Life and death. 
somehow it's very rare, but the lines did get crossed. Cr- okay. Literally crossed. Literally crossed like they're in a switchboard in 19th. They're like, it's fucking Lily Tomlin pulling shit. Okay. And, and, like, and, and I'll the, have Chelsea four, five, nine, please. Yeah. Can and, I the lawyer, and the lawyer, four, five, six. and the lawyer is so irritated. He's like, Hey, get the fuck off my I'm line. I'm talking to my fucking mom about pussy over here. <laughs> hey guys, wait. Okay. So the, let's just say the lines do get crossed. Okay. Yeah. He drives past this lawyer. And by telling he's on the, seeing he's on the phone, he can tell that that is the person whose lines he's crossed with. The odds are in the trillion. I mean, first of all, no, there's no odds. The odds are zero. It's impossible. But if it was, the fact that you would drive past, every movie gets one miracle. This is like, it's, it's impossible. It, for a movie that should make a lot of sense, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It should be a very clean story. Yes. But it doesn't. No, because no one is telling anyone where to go, what to do. Like the cops are don't care. No one is doing their job well. So you have to like, like, well, the cops didn't work, so now I gotta get back in a car. I gotta like, find go this to place. Go to another police precinct. Stop a cop anywhere. Anywhere. Like he, anywhere. Any, there I, are so many opportunities to intercede in this life or death situation. And instead, Chris Evans commits multiple crimes, yeah. po- points a gun at people, steals cars, causes huge car pileups. He is, he's actually he's terrible ter- at this. He's having a crime spree. And there's a certain point yes. where they say, we need to bring him along because he will recognize him. Like, oh, just put on the TV because he's already been like all over the well, news. Macy just recognized him on television. Yeah, that, saw yes. him on the news. Yeah, there's plenty of footage of this guy who is a straight up villain. And then they have to do a thing. Like, uh, at least the news media would assume he's a villain and they have to have like this like reporter go, but he seemed to be doing something good. Like it was like- He paid for his charger. Oh yeah. yeah. He paid for the charger, which you don't really even see in that scene when he goes into the- oh, when that he goes into TV cellular fucking uh, store sketch. Cellular yeah, I think I saw uh. me and Frank Caliendo in the background. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, it's, it's so crazy. He walks into the store. It's so crowded. And then he goes, oh, the only thing I can do to get this thing is bring in my gun yeah. and threaten everyone in the story. He he also shoots a thing on a post. Rather, <laughs> yes, rather than With just perfect grab, a, grab a one and, and run out, yeah. rather than steal, he goes, he gets a gun. He shoots the gun at the take a number counter thing, yeah. which means a bullet is being fired at like chest level in this store. <laughs> in a crowded then, store. Yeah. Then he pays for it. For a man who's I, never shot a gun. I mean, that's the other thing, too. Throw $20 on the counter, take the thing and walk out. Mm -hmm. That's it. Is it even his phone? Isn't it his friend's It's his phone? friend's phone. His friend's oh. like, I got this. No, I think it's his phone that his friend was amazing oh, yeah, like, doing yeah. at the yeah. technology. By the way, why didn't Nipples. Eric Christian Olsen come in at the end? I felt like that would have been a great like little- Dressed yeah, as the, the fucking- the whale. As the whale. Yeah, yeah. The big whale. Heal the bay. You know, and that's always a good move that girls appreciate when you, when you're dressed as a blue whale and you tell them how a blue whale has an 11 foot penis. That's how I met my wife. Oh, I like it when a dick goes right through my mouth. (laughs) I like to blow a guy two rooms over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I think the women are turned down by a man in a, in a big mascot costume. They know, Oh, this guy's going somewhere. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, that we know because the Philly fanatic is dripping (laughs) in pussy. Hey, can I just say my two favorite cameos, not cameos, but just small parts. One is, uh, Mikey Palmisi from the Sopranos. Oh wait. He was, uh, um, fuck. God, I can't remember. I was really stoned when I watched this. Uh, uh, he was in it, but at the end, that fan, 
What that fan is in this? Oh, he's, 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 he's the, the man. He's the character. What? Yeah, that is. He Dad gets like fan. he's in it like four times. Yes, that fan, the the original winner of like last the, comic last comic, comic standing, standing, a controversial choice for him to win because. There was a lot of, is he funny? Is he not? They didn't realize that that was Dat That's Fan. Dat Fan. His name what? is Dat Fan. And, oh, wow. And that, that phone call was also so crazy because he picks up a, a pay phone as if someone forced him to pick up the right. pay phone. He's doing caricatures and he's like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm losing money. I'm losing money now. Like, like no one made you go over to the pay phone. And pay like, there is, there every is second more... I'm on this phone call is one kid that is not being drawn on a skateboard. There is understand? more attention paid to that fan's uh, caricaturist career on the boardwalk in Venice than William H. Macy's day spa plans uh, go into, in retirement. There's something that really, truly bothered me so deeply in this movie, yes. and it's when uh, Chris Evans is running away from somebody, and they started playing a Nina Simone song. Yes. yes. And I yes. thought... I can't believe they have the gall to put this song in here. And then I realized it was a Soul Cycle remix. Remix. Yes. And then I was like, well, now it makes sense. They exactly. somehow made this amazing song. Bold, bold, so shitty. Bold yes. choice to take the song that ends famously the Thomas Crown Affair. That's yeah. like very, I think, a famous scene from a big movie. And yeah. just be like, right. we're just going to fucking do a remix. Oh, yeah. But I mean, less interesting. <laughs> I mean, that's what this, that's what I think this movie that's is. That's what this movie is. Yeah. Yeah. It's this all... movie is, let's take a bunch of good things and make them shittier. Yeah. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. When you're thinking of hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching. And you know what? Did you know that 70% of users don't even visit other leading job sites? If you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. LinkedIn knows that small businesses might not have the time or resources, so they're constantly finding ways to make the process easier. 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate in 24 hours, and they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash valuable. That's linkedin.com slash valuable to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? 
I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I never like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. Uh, there was a line that I really liked, and I don't remember the full line, but like Jason Statham gives like Kim Basinger a couple choices, and A was shut up. <laughs> a, shut up. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut, just like Fernando Valenzuela after he left the Dodgers and gave a shitty interview to Bill Plasky in the LA Times, which I fucking subscribe to. Um, which I read every week just for Jonathan Gold's reviews. <laughs> He's a San Gabriel Valley uh, Chinese uh, wrist. He's a regional treasure, isn't he? Dim sum is my favorite thing. Um, there was a thing. I'm going for a hike in Griffith Park, I am. And then we're going to Chengdu Palace afterwards. You're going to love it. They got fucking lobsters right in the tank. Uh, did you guys wonder like what what was going to Jason Statham Angelino <laughs> I remember when Maroon 5 was called Katie's Flowers and they were just abandoned high school let's finish this up I gotta see Dan Cook do a set at Dublin tonight <laughs> fucking rock story yes <laughs> Do you guys like with with uh, with his character? Uh, I was surprised. I, I thought they were going to maybe go for the fact that Kim Basinger was going to be the bad person, or she knew more than she was letting on. Right. And then I was like, she, "What is it? What is it?" She didn't. And then she didn't. And then I thought, "Oh, her husband's going to be a really bad." bad. Guy, yeah. And he isn't. He was just filming a home he might buy. He's a real estate agent. Who is like going like who does my favorite thing? Like he basically catches cops on camera killing somebody in broad fucking daylight. Broad daylight noon. and not even <laughs> hidden. Like so he's out in front of LA Center Studios, which is a place where people shoot things down here. Uh and he the has, movie drive famously. Yes, <laughs> and every like season of twenty four, uh inception as well. And uh he has a camera and he goes, Hi, this is uh Bill Peters here. Uh, he's like narrating it, but he introduces himself. This is Ricky Martin Sr. <laughs> and uh this uh, this is a, a beautiful apartment building. I would love it if his name was Ricky Martin <laughs> Sr. That would have been such a good callback. And he says senior be, in his own video. <laughs> that would be amazing. This is Ricky Martin Sr. for Ricky Martin Sr. We got Real two team. Ricky Martins on the beach out here. Well, take a shot. Take a shot. Uh, it's and, a fully operational, like, Class C building. Oh, it's a big, it's a big, big building, and he's taping it, and then he just kind of hears something, and the camera pans, I would say, 
Five feet they're, to the right. They're next. They're in front of the building he's looking at. Basically. In front of a beautiful building. Murdering like, a bunch of Latino men in broad in daylight. In front of the yeah. lobby of a building. And by the way, how many fucking cops are there? It was like nine the cops. The whole force. Like, the yes. whole force. The whole, it was everybody. It was like, you know what they were like? They were like, you know what? The shield is good. But what if there were twice as many people? And, and some of them were from England. Was yes. the implication that they were taking their drugs and their money? Yes. Because yes. Okay. Yes. they did put a big duffel bag in the car. But it was hilarious because I think what you could have done is kept the twist that Noah Emmerich was bad until the end, but he's there too. Yeah, he's, like, he, yeah, yeah. Everyone's there. That should have been the last thing is him being like, now no one will know. I'm Noah Emmerich. And then no, it's like, yeah. he's just there. And then why did they even put that one cop in Kim Basinger's house? Like the lady well, cop? Yeah why, yeah, was the, why was the lady cop in the house doing I anything? Assume, like, what did she need to do? It was I that. assume in case... The, somebody, the husband came back, or somebody oh, came nosing oh, around, right. or but she did hit the like, answering machine. Yeah, the answering machine was the answering machine was part of that. You know, I feel like uh, they had her there just to see. But um, also, didn't Kim say Kim? We're on first name basis. Yeah. KB didn't, didn't KB say something at some point where she said they're someone's going to call the cops because I didn't show up for work. Yes. Uh, yes. Was okay, she just so never, lying, never looked into. She was lying. Never looked she was into. Lying. Apparently, everybody had a substitute science teacher that day. Well, I mean, she didn't, she didn't seem like she was even going to school. She was like, Mrs. Ricky Martin hasn't showed up today. <laughs> oh, is she on tour with Wait, Ricky Martin? Which one the other is teachers it? are just savagely mocking her? Which one is Ricky Martin? No, he's on the Lord of the Rings backpack. Which yep. clearly this movie was produced by the same people who made Lord of the Rings. This new Light Cinema. Yeah, New Light Cinema because it wasn't even a cool Lord of the Rings backpack. It was just like the logo on a backpack. Like no kid would be like attracted to the logo of Lord well, of the Rings. I imagine like the production coordinator call or like whoever called the yeah. studio and was like, hey, can we get one with Gandalf on yeah, it? Yeah. And they're like, no. <laughs> and they're like, well, how about one with like Sam? And they're like, fuck, no, get the generic logo or fuck off. Yeah, you, you know what just I get the, We read your script. You only get the logo. You get the logo. That's it. This came out in 2004. I wonder if Lord of the Rings was even in production. They maybe just had the logo at that point. They're like, we got to seed this in. This I thought the it? first one already had come out. It, it yeah, might have, yeah. So. They also had a weird amount of Office Depot product placement at the beginning. I don't know if you remember. Oh, really? she, she, oh, yeah. she was like trying to say like, can you help me with the, he's like, I'll do anything. Well, how about you pass out these flyers? Right. Yeah. right. It was in a massive office Depot box. And then on top of it, she said, I got these made at office Depot. <laughs> yeah. And she says like, she, <laughs> she goes like, like those shirts office. are sitting at office Depot. Like oh, I didn't even know that office Depot made the shirts. one on vine parking and back. It's actually easy. And just, <laughs> you can, yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a, yeah, I always Walk go to there. tender greens. If which, you get hungry, which it's, exactly what Jason Statham would know. He's like, whenever I'm at the Orc, like having a movie, I'll go to Amoeba, but first I'll get a little bit of tender I love to greens. get old DVDs and Criterion collections. I remember when there used to be a Borders bookstore across the street. I'm going to try to watch this umami burger, Jen. You guys going to go to Groundworks and get me coffee. What's all this umami burger then? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love Madame Tussauds right then. <laughs> what I do is I go to Madame Tussauds, Ripley's, have a cocktail, Musso and Frank's, and then I stop at Umami Burger. Oh, for this me, it's the chicken parmesan tanners, <laughs> old school Los Angeles. First, we'll stop at the taco truck. My favorite is over by that uh, CVS in uh, Echo Park. I heard Dimitri's leaving Sunset Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, these LA jokes are just for us, Hard you fucking turds. Uh, <laughs> you know what else was bonkers is that 
15-story slide that... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 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 You mean where he would die instantly? Instantly. (laughs) Into a soft pile of garbage. Industrial garbage. There's never been soft garbage, by the way. There's always... Hard stuff always sneaks in the soft No, by the way, that was a... uh, It was a garbage can full of blankets uh, and, and like, like discarded carpet. It was so weird. It was like, what? Why is there so much carpet? They were dismantling a cotton candy house. (laughs) Yeah. Just my like kids, my kids have been in castle. harder bounce castles than that. Uh, it, oh my god, yeah, that was a, cra- a crazy fall. But fun. he went, but he went it down. Fun. Oh, I would it definitely did. do it. But then he went down there to examine the phone, which fell off the fifteenth. He's like, ah, the, yeah, it is broken. No shit, man. It's like, yeah, you pieces. need also, you need to Holds run, up the man. Motherboard. It is indeed broken. He looks mm. at the motherboard like as if. Maybe it still works. He, yeah, like he, he looks at it. He like, lovingly looks at it like, oh. like he's gonna say like hello into it. According or to the logic of the movie, he could make it. He didn't try hard enough oh, to yeah. make that work. He could just take two other pieces and <laughs> knock them together. Hit it next and to some theoretically, nails. it'll start working again. Uh, another cameo I noticed: the bank teller. Oh, who's the bank teller? She's the woman from Total Recall who goes two weeks. <laughs> Oh my God! Cheeks. That's her. <laughs> this is a cast of uh, thousands. Also, it's- was there a woman in a car playing loud music that was also the yeah. lady from Something About Mary? Uh, yes, Lynn that's Shea. Lynn Shea. That's right. Yes. Lynn Shea. Oh, that's yes. uh, by the way, that was another great moment where her music is so loud that it's coming through his cell phone, it's so it's crazy. making the making. <laughs> that is, I, I'm telling you, the guy who wrote the movie Cellular didn't just do a quick Google search on Cellular and how it works and, and what it and, means. And like when he when he was like trying desperately to find the mute button like you could see him opening up multiple screens to find the mute button that really pleased me I like that a lot um, there was a what did I write down oh um, th- when we get to the uh, when we get to the end and like everyone's on the pier I can't uh, by the way uh, I want to make a call out uh, to our, our amazing listeners uh, you did it for us for um, uh, for escape from LA you actually mapped out on Google Maps what how long it would take to get around because this oh movie they God. are they're, they're at LAX they're LAX then they're running the beach they're <laughs> everywhere this is a very yeah, they I park want. and they're always able to park right next to wherever they're going right in front of and the car is waiting for them when they get out there's not the, a police officer screaming at them immediately I have been to the Santa Monica Pier 10 times Brag. I have parked <laughs> no closer than 2 miles away oh you can't oh, yeah. imp- yeah, unless you leave at to- 7 in the morning to get down there that's well, I do I park it to Fairmont and then I get validated at Sharky's. <laughs> All you've got to do is buy free things. I buy a pack of gum, a pint. <laughs> you always want a pint later. And of course, I need my fish tacos. <laughs> Oh, he loves fish tacos. Oh, um, yeah. Not as good as Jones Beach, but they'll do. <laughs> Me and the fam are going up to Dana Point this week. Go Dodgers. Um, the newscasters at one Stop point. Stop and get a Dodger dog. <laughs> one of the newscasters. I saw Bloody Larry King there last week. I said, how are you, mate? The best, the best bagels in LA of, of definitely Brooklyn water bagels. Larry King, pod owner. That's crazy. I'm actually bagel broker guy. I'll get there early. If you're there after eight, don't bother. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I bought a place in that one. It tripled its tripled its price in three years. I'm flipping houses in Glassell Park. Highland Park's a new hot spot. Have you been to Triple Beam Pizza? <laughs> 
oyster all the way, baby. <laughs> and not the bullshit one on Vine. Yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah. The old school one in <laughs> out by the cemetery. Yeah, where I bring my kids to get their haircuts at uh, Little Munchkins. <laughs> We're just naming things yeah. we do in our lives. <laughs> um, there is a newscasters at one point also said this, and I didn't know if this is, I'm not an LA person, but I've never heard this term. It was a gangland slam. <laughs> Which I didn't know. Like it's not like an order at Denny's. Like what? Like it was like. Is that like a, there's there's so much gangland violence that they have like this name now? It was a gangland slam. Like I don't know even what that is trying to tell me. Isn't it also strange to put this like really dark L.A. Confidential style un, un, uh, B story or whatever of cops murdering and stealing from yeah. gangs and gangs getting almost the blame for it and then ignore it completely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, that's, that's the least interesting part in this movie. Then this movie, the most interesting part is cellular phones. Driving and talking more, on the phone. More, more, That was more. another joke. Yelling at another person for being on their cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. By the Come way, on. he While gives, you're on the cell phone. He gives up the coolest car right away. He's in that cool Jeep in the beginning. Yeah. And he downgrades Bronco. almost every time. Yeah. Yep. Until he goes back to steal the car for a second time. <laughs> To, yeah. to work out something that I don't even quite understand. It was like, oh, oh when he's explaining technology. Oh, this is a great little moment. When he explains technology, to, this is Jason Statham and uh, Chris Evans explaining technology. How did you get this number? Well, modern technology is amazing. You know, my phone remembers the last 50 incoming calls. What do you want? I want the woman and her family. Okay, now let me tell you what I want. I want you to tell me where you are right now. Bad things are going to happen to this little family. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. You're playing with fire, kid. Yeah, and you know what? You're lucky I'm still talking to you, sorry ass, all right? From here on out, you do as I say. Exactly as I say, or I slap this bitch on Nightline and call it a day, okay? That's the intensity you're getting at all times. By the way, I really the am music. hearing Statham's a- accent there, too. Yeah, yeah, but like, I like, like, but that's like the big reveal. Like, this phone holds 50 of my last Yeah, call. was Nokia like, a producer on this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and make sure to remember, you tell him uh, the 50 calls. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, really plug it. And, we, and the video the video was great. I mean, Nokia is psyched because they, at the end, when, like, when it's revealed that he used his phone to tape the footage on the Handycam to then show it to the cops. The footage is amazing. Amazing. Uh, but he also, it. I had this big question at the end. He dives into a large body of water with a phone on him and then takes that phone out at the end and then shows the video. It's a new uh, waterproof Nokia. It's waterproof. <laughs> Don't worry. Jump like, in. He doesn't take it out of a bag. He doesn't do anything. He jumps into the ocean with the phone and then pulls out and is like, here's the video. Click. Perfect. <laughs> like, like my iPhone 8 was like in a light rain and like exploded. <laughs> I, when I, I went on a log flume and I was in my pocket and protected and it stopped working. When I saw Chris Evans in a bl- ear, in an ear Bluetooth, whatever they're called. Oh, yeah, yeah. A jawbone. Yep. Yeah. I retroactively lost all attraction to him in Captain America all movies I couldn't deal with him because he's on the beach uh, undercover he's wearing like a a gray uh, gray hooded because actually he looks more uh, like uh, you can see him more because he's the only guy wearing like a full outfit like uh, everyone's like shirts off on their phones ready for Portland in (laughs) December and he's just longingly staring off into the beach there's a terrible ending to this plan of like like well, I mean, what is the plan? Because like, he doesn't have any help. So what no. is his plan? To hide in a boathouse, which has never in the history of anywhere in Los Angeles existed. I it know of a- one in the Venice Canal, actually. <laughs> My friends got one. We head down there. 
we we stop on Abbot Kenny and get coffee and then we go down. You guys like press juices? Uh, the one good thing that go no by Jolina and have a nice <laughs> meal before we hit the creation as long as you don't mind waiting in Lady line for Gister. a few minutes yeah blossom pizza <laughs> um, uh, the best use of the Nokia was the credits oh the credits oh, themselves oh my god what they what they do is they 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 take like a scene from the movie where someone's looking at the phone and then they pop a shot of crew. Yeah. So it looks like Chris Evans is like amused because he's looking at the phone, but then he sees like editor, you know, Paul Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and and they and they do it for about four minutes longer than they should have. Yeah. Like it like, takes a long time. Yes, because they, they the screen they, is so small. It's <laughs> basically <laughs> doubling the length of your credits because you're not just showing the credit, you're showing a character in the movie reacting to this person. Yeah, you're <laughs> And showing us parts of the movie that we've already seen and been explained to Kim Passenger. Yeah, and, and it, <laughs> it's also about as entertaining as the movie. Like it has like the same like weight. <laughs> Do you think that Jessica Biel and him are going to be okay at the end? Do you feel like they're going to have a good relationship? After what he's been through, yeah. I think he's learned a couple of things, my friend. Right. <laughs> about again, what's really important. Like, how is she going to get over him saying, I have no idea who this person is? Oh, she's was, so upset. Cold blooded. When, when the fucking like, oh, yeah. people who look like they're about to kill him, she's like, You're embarrassed by me? Like, no, get the fuck out of here. Read the room, Beal. (laughs) (laughs) Read the room. Um, I don't want to keep going back to this boathouse, but I really, for a long time, couldn't believe how it was like the scene in Jaws when you meet uh, the the shark hunter. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Full Cape Cod, harpoons, <laughs> shit that you never see in Los Angeles. And like by the old, way, old nets. Yeah. And by the way, this movie is hypothesizing. Nets from this is Ireland. literally underneath the Santa Monica Pier, the most populated pier in LA, like under a fucking Ferris wheel. It's like a fishing cottage. Yeah. With like with like surfboards and boogie boards. I have had half bottle, half drunk bottles of water stolen from the trunk of my car. That would never be intact. <laughs> That place would be clean the fuck out. Wait a second, I love it. Wait a second. What, how valuable is this water? What, we, what are you rolling around know. with? I love that they took a, a half-full bottle. Like you go to the gym, you drink half the bottle, you put it in the trunk, you go somewhere, park your car, that, it disappear. That is amazing. It's a huge problem in but Los by the Angeles. Way, and that, Jason Statham knows. And by the way, it's a, a very anticlimactic fight scene like this is your oh final God, fight scene it's like just people like kind of rolling around on the sand it's like I don't know over a, across octopus hooks <laughs> <laughs> I mean William H. Macy does do that thing in both scenes where he does that kind of like ju- like flying like l- that yeah, line there's yeah. a distraction like, yeah. yeah and he like something else distracts the bad guy and he jumps out and fire Bill Macy's the wrong actor yeah. to do that because yes. he's so funny no. even when he's sad he's like so, yeah, and you think of the fucking Bill from Boogie Nights going, like, jumping with the Yeah, gun. you need Bill Macy to be, like, the Bill Macy. You need him to be, like, Reginald Vell Johnson at the end of Die Hard. Yes. Like, like, almost afraid to be, yes. like, because he never held a gun before. You need him to be, like, huh, huh, kish, kish, yeah, kish, kish, exactly why I want to open a spa. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And he says, this is the first 27 years, and I've never had to do this shit. What, yeah. you know, after he murders a cop. someone. <laughs> after he murdered. Yeah. After he murders a police officer and then murders more. Yeah, oh, he's like, good, jeez, Louise. I couldn't quite tell what he was feeling about the murder. Like, did he seem like, oh shit, it was a cop, or oh shit, it was a person? Like, there's a part where it felt like, well, at least it was a cop. That because we can deal with that on our side. Like, but it's still a human being that you kill. 
No, I think he really was like, what have I gotten myself into? I, I, this is really wild. And well, that EMT, and by the way, I maybe am just like combining it because that EMT was really bad when he was checking him out and going, oh, your skin is gangrene. It's like, mm. you can't leave. You're yeah. gangrene. <laughs> That's a face mask. And I'm like, this is a bad EMT. Like, wh- yeah. why do you think that? Th- Wait, did he say gangrene? He's like gangrene. Yeah. He's, like, you're, you're, he's like, your tissue is gangrene. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. That's a face mask. <laughs> See algae. Yeah, you, you, you managed to contract gangrene in 30 seconds for the <laughs> first time. Somebody should have said to years. that EMT, uh, hey, Chad, I'm going to need to talk to you over here for a second. <laughs> yeah. Do you not know that gangrene has to set in over time? Chad, what I tell you, wash off their skin before you make assumptions <laughs> yeah. about gangrene. Chad, this is LA where everybody's got an avocado oh, ev- mask on say, all the hey, time. Someone said LA, that's my hometown. <laughs> Which farmer's market do you go to? Oh, I go to Studio City, actually. <laughs> I go by the dry bar, have them give me a blowout. <laughs> Every Halloween, you can count me at Mr. Bones. I love that guy. I followed him to the valley to Griffith Park. Mr. Bone, Boney Island, that's where I'm at. Fountain is the best way cross town is what I found. <laughs> um, can I ask yes. you guys something as bros? Yeah. I don't want to. Um, yeah, you got the best bros in the biz. I, yeah. I, know I, the, I know I got the best bros in the biz. Hold so on. Let me, just, let me just do some push-ups. Uh, uh, uh. I'm okay, I'm jacked and ready to go. I'm gonna do a crunch. <laughs> when you, when you're a Lakers fan, keep talking. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Do you automatically, with your other bros and tons yeah. of other bros, yeah, yeah, go and buy a in Los Angeles, uh-huh. the hottest place on the planet. Yeah. A full long sleeve leather Lakers jacket. Yes, oh. I do. <laughs> yes, got, I do. Got to support the team. Signed I by would, bloody Robert Ory. I would never wear a leather sleeved Letterman style jacket for the Lakers. I would wait to be gifted it from my bros. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that jacket, the ugliest jacket ever, and two people wearing the it. same jacket in, in, in a 30 foot vicinity. Of Remember airport. how long we had to wait for? To find out that it was the wrong white uh, guy. Oh yeah, he throws uh, him in the bathroom. I wanted to be in there. I wanted the camera to follow in. Like what? No, he's because he just comes out and goes, "You got the wrong guy." Also, he, the first person what was to that conversation? Also, you, I would also love what's that conversation like. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Also, give yeah. me a real airport bathroom. Have that like conversation while you hear like the worst shits. <laughs> like just I also like, like the, the worst like, gas. They are all ticketless. Going through the security checkpoint. They had, yes, they had yes. a boarding pass, but no At idea. LAX. No idea. Yeah. That's impossible. Oh, yeah. How, and what, what was his Chris name? Chris Evans steal. Uh, Chris Evans is Mr. Clouseau. Mr. Jacques. Yes. Yeah, Jacques oui, oui. Clouseau. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh did they say God. Jacques Clouseau? Uh, no, oh, it was, Clouseau. It was, oh, sorry, Clouseau. 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 Yeah. Not yet. Well, it's an obvious nod to the yeah. Pink Panther. Yeah. This is the spiritual sequel to yeah. the Pink Panther, yes. I think. <laughs> spiritual sequel. He, I puts mean, his, what he puts his security guard gun. He realizes he has it on him, so he puts it into Jason Statham's bin. Smart move, by the way, I thought. Yeah, I, I, I like that move. Smart device. I liked it. That didn't even pay off because he's like, oh, I'm a cop. Cops can't also still bring guns into the but airport, he right? Learned, still he learned there. he's a cop. Oh, right. that's but right. But he didn't do it intentionally. Like, it was all happening. Yeah, it, it, was, it was just an accident. It was a happy accident. <laughs> he happened to be there at the right time to <laughs> catch it. Put this gun in here but see what everybody happens. But everybody at the security checkpoint is like, oh, okay, cool. 
Yeah, oh, like, totally like, oh, cool that there's just a, a loose gun here oh, but, that doesn't but, belong to any of you guys. Well, I mean, look, there's a lot of bold choices in this movie. I would also say that when Kim Basinger decided to drive the car into, like, through the, the edge of the garage, like, yes. I'm like, are you also a structural engineer that you know that when you drive, she drove through it a way that she clipped off a corner of it that could yeah. have collapsed the entire garage. It was very, yeah. really dangerous. It could have killed the kid easily. Why not just drive through the front door? And honey, hope the kid hide, jumps. Honey, hide behind the, uh, the armoire. <laughs> <laughs> the rickety, rotten armoire. Stand behind this lawn chair while I demolish the structure you're in. I, I wish that the ladies from Great Gardens were also in that house at the same time. What's going on here? Running around with a sparkle. Da, 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 da. By the way, you know what? My the outfit most, of the day. The most unrealistic scene about the LAX security scene was no one stopped Chris Evans and said, None of the TSA workers said, where do I know you from? Because <laughs> that happens a lot. There. Or what happens to me, which is, I like your hair better in your picture. Oh, that's <laughs> not. Thank you. Oh, thank that's you. It's 7.15 a.m. Thank yeah, you so thank much. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> hair shaming me. Thank you. It also made me really mad because clearly that wasn't LAX. And even that version of well, LAX the, is nicer than the remodel that's currently uh, happening at LAX. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I do like the theming of the left field. The great LAX bar, left field. Everyone goes to left field. The themed, the themed. Just a cage in the middle of an airport. You guys don't go to left field at LAX a lot? You know, oh, it, you know which one I love? Oh, we love it. I love Rock and Brews, which is owned by a member of Kiss. And, yes. yep. and one time- uh, What the terminal a, is it in? It's four. In, four, yes. Okay. Okay. The uh, UTA was having some sort of like pre, like go to Sundance party at Rock and Brews. And uh, and the guy from Kiss showed up to- Which like, one? Ace? Uh, Gene? It, Paul? I got it. No, it's, it's um, I'll tell you. The, the other Chris? guy. Yeah. Uh, Rock and Brews is owned by, let me see. Uh, That's when oh you're like man. walking past it at like 6.04 a.m. and you hear uh, like, you ain't seen nothing yet. And you're like, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he was out there taking taking uh, taking some portraits. Left so. field. Also, like if you're going to give a fake bar restaurant at an airport, it, they always have names like Altitudes. Paul Stanley. It was Paul, Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley. Yep. Uh, yeah. And there actually are, it, it, Gene Simmons is also part owner. Of course uh, he is. He's, he's a, a piece of shit. <laughs> he's he getting is. into everything. He's awful. I saw a... Um, I, sorry, I don't follow sports. Do we have the, are the Kings our hockey team? Yes. yes. Okay, I saw an LA Kings celebration party at the Southwest Terminal <laughs> at like <laughs> 6 a.m. I don't know if the they had Kings like- The weren't there, were they? No, the it, but they had the Stanley, did they win the Stanley Cup <laughs> yeah. like two yeah. years ago? Yeah, twice. They had the Stanley Cup. And Wait, then they had, the Stanley Cup was in LA? At the Southwest yes, Terminal? at the Southwest Terminal. And then there were cheerleaders. And then there was a breast cancer awareness ribbon colored like um uh arch that you would walk under to get to your flight nothing what? And not, wow. like ham fisting eight thousand different celebrations it's a cascade of emotions i, I feel like and, so and, and i don't i don't want the uh, i don't want the hockey fans to come after me but i feel like the stanley cup gets passed to anyone for any event for that year Ever. it's like can Whatever i oh, can want. i quickly yeah. have it i just want to do this thing about breast cancer and uh, and scrambled eggs and southwest <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. keep it for two <laughs> Um, LAX is hell. Uh, uh, so it's the Southwest Airlines is the <laughs> official airline of the Washington Capitals. Uh, oh, and they help deliver the city's first Stanley Cup. Oh, no, that's a, yeah, that's no. Okay. Did um, you also read that this was made into a uh, fictionalized novel? No. Someone wrote it into a book after it came out. Yeah, late October 2014 is what Did I. Did this movie what? do well? Okay, well let's uh, let's 50s, talk about it. Oh, all right. So uh, the budget for this movie. Do you guys want to take a guess of what the budget was? I'll say 25 million dollars. Okay. 
I'll say $35 million. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say I'm going to go in the middle. I'm going to do it prices right style. I'm going to go 27 5 It was All a right. very exuberant time. Uh, it was uh, $25 million. Uh, The opening weekend, it made $10 million. Okay. Nice. Domestic gross, $32 million. Worldwide gross. Fifty-six million. So this is an eighty million dollar movie. It made eighty million dollars. Right. Is that up. a success? I don't know. I don't understand uh, if that's a success. I don't know. Depends how much they spent on PA. I bet. I, I, but, I, I bet at that time this was a success. I bet so too because the standard was so much lower. Yeah. Roger Ebert gave this movie three and a half stars. Whoa! What, what was My, what? What was the upside? I the you know I just looked at a couple like reviews just to see yeah. how it was re- reviewed. It, it and, is, and they were pretty. It was actually pretty 50, well reviewed. Fifty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's a right. Foomp, right, right in the middle. there, yeah, and it's like it, it's like uh, you know a lot of the reviews said, oh, it's just fun. It's a fun, yeah. light-hearted caper, and uh, but it's it it was not so light-hearted. It wasn't light-hearted enough, I thought. I mean, yeah, it's I, a, if it's going to be a light-hearted caper, I need to have moments. I can't have moments in the movie where I have to stop and think about why this is happening. Like what right. what the logic right. is. Between no, I mean it's it's perfectly stupid in a fun way. Um, I will tell you two other facts, and I'll read some of these uh, reviews here. Uh, Sean Williams. Scott was going to be the lead the for Yes. And Ooh. I think that would have been interesting to me to see Sean because he would have played up the comedy yeah, of it a lot yeah, more. Yeah, he would have. Uh, he would have seemed also more kind of hapless and harried, which could have been funny. Yeah. But also he couldn't have been in the scene with Aaron Christian Olsen because they're the same person. <laughs> I always, but when he first came out, when I would see their face, I'd be like, oh, that's the, oh, no, that's the other guy. Um, well, obviously, we had opinions about it, uh, but there are people out there with a different opinion. It is now time for Second Opinions. The movie was a piece of shit, yet this person recommends it. Tell me what is the message? Maybe that art is subjective. I need a second opinion. All right, these are five star reviews culled from Amazon.com. That was John Lajoie singing our second opinion song. Um, all right, so there are 339 reviews for this movie, uh, 50% are five star. And uh, so here are some of these 50%. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, this one is from Christy K. James titled, I Love This Movie. I don't know what it is about cellular, but I watch it every couple of months and I never get tired of it. Without question, Chris Evans is adorable, but he's also a really good actor. And the predicament that he finds himself in, well, uh, let's just say he rises to the challenge and becomes a hero, whether he wanted it in the beginning or not. The only problem I have is that after all the times I've watched it, I'm still confused over how Chris Evans' character is able to reconnect with the woman using the cell phone belonging to the man whose car was uh, hijacked for a second time. All in all, though, I couldn't be happier to recommend this movie to anyone. Except for the moment of complete insanity, which makes no sense and destroys the reality we're living in. I thought it was fun. <laughs> this one was written in 2018 by Christine and Jeff. They're a couple. It's a couple reviewing a movie. Uh, another one of my favorite movies. I've watched it over and over throughout the years. By the way, this is going on in all these reviews. This is like people's like go-to film. Can't go wrong here. Um, it's got action. It's got emotion. It's got ch- car chases. All with great meaning. I mean, what a stranger will really do for someone in need. I mean, that's a great story. In Told, everywhere in America where strangers come to the aids of others in trouble, only in America, the true red, white, and blue. Now, 
white Five strangers, stars. it should be said. <laughs> white strangers will do something for other white strangers. And this, oh. fi- this final one is from Arlene, which is, um, where she writes this. Um, Back in the day, this is a great movie. Still, compared to some of the stuff out now, it's a great movie. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> what, I wonder what she's seen recently. Yeah. She's like, ah, shit. Bo- uh, back then it was good and now it was good. I just imagine her watching, like, I don't know, like Deadpool being like, I wish this was cellular. <laughs> the tagline <laughs> of this movie um, if the signal dies, so does she. Uh, um, uh, 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 hey, good tagline. Yeah. I, 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 good like, tagline. I'm sorry. I, I, like, this is the thing about this movie. It's, it's, I mean, we just talked about it for a long period of time. It, there's a lot to unpack. But it's one of those movies that, like, if it was on TBS, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Also, if it was just, like, if it was, like, 20% better, it would be, like, good. Oh. Like, like there's there's choices that they make. That 20, I'm like, oh, you're in the right thing. If you just played this moment differently, if you just had him say this, if you, the tone was different, it would actually be good. 20% better makes it, like, speed. Like, you know, yeah. on that level where you're like, oh, yeah. I'm all in. Because speed is ultimately super stupid it's like oh, it's a bus insane. is a bomb it's, it's like insane. if you were if, but, but executed- the stakes are so clear this one is so like diffuse because there's so many independent players that they have to yeah, pay attention to true. and it's also like she doesn't know where she is so he can't get any all they can do is like it, 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 the movie is predicated on the fact that the the bad guys have to keep on going out and running errands and he's got to intercept yes. them at errands they always are coming back to the house and being like alright let's go we're going <laughs> and then now they we're drive. going to the bank uh, I've never run more than two errands in life. Los Angeles in a day. <laughs> I've run six. Uh, I hit Rite Aid. I hit Lostmark Beauty. I went to Groundworks, got some fresh coffee. Stopped by Mr. Turk, got a new shirt. Picked up a baguette from Lostmark Wine and Cheese and went to Wells Fargo. All in one bleeding afternoon. If it's me, I'm stopping at the In-N-Out on Sunset for a double-double animal style. So that I can have enough energy. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, well, I guess well, before I, I go to the Grove, so I can watch Mario Lopez do Access Hollywood Live. From you the can Grove. catch him just doing it, <laughs> sitting there with some of the best names in Hollywood. Here's a statum tip: get lunch at the farmers market because it's cheaper, and you get better cultural foods. And if you get one of the restaurants inside the Grove proper. Then you can also get. Then you are also allowed to park in the gr- in the farmers market's parking lot. Oh, do I'm get gonna. It. I'm gonna warn you. It's tough to find spots there. Anytime between eleven and two, you're better also, off on a P4. The new Lacma is fantastic. The rain room. I got fucking. What was going on? It didn't rain on Have me. Have you been to the bloody broad? <laughs> You know what? I'll tell you the, the truth. The finest private I go to, art collection in the world is at the Broad. I love going to Pasadena Playhouse. They have a lot of great stuff there. It's better than the Almondson. The Theater. What I do is sometimes I'll go to Pasadena in the morning on a Sunday and I'll go to the, the big old swap Huntington meet Gardens. Have, Huntington Gardens and I'll stay and watch a show that night. Controversial. Perfect Pasadena Sunday. You know, it's controversial. I liked Hamilton much more when it was playing at Pantages Theater than when it was playing in New York. It just is the lead the lead is I gotta go I'm seeing Andy Kindler at Largo tonight aren't I I talked to Griffey at the door and maybe I'll see Flanny over there Um, he's a real comics comic Andy Kindler he is (laughs) yes he is um, so uh, one thing I will say before we kind of decide whether we're going to recommend it, which I don't know how and, that will go. And before we do an hour more of Statham doing LA <laughs> I think we have specifics. a new podcast, guys. Uh, Statham in LA. Um, Sta- uh, Statham what about, is LA. What about this final line where Kim Basinger comes up to him? And, and it's like this moment where 
she's like, hey, look, you know, she touches his face and it's like this. And she's like, well, if I could ever do anything for you, you know, he's like, never call me again. Never call me again, bitch. But yeah, <laughs> that's your name, right? Bitch. <laughs> that's what they referred to you as the whole time. But like, Should I call you Mrs. Ricky Martin or bitch? <laughs> but like to me, like that's a moment that where the, this is that, that moment like sums up the movie to me where it's like, it should have been like a laugh line, yeah. but it's delivered too serious. It's like, he's like, yeah, never fucking call yeah. me again. Yeah, that's what I, I look at him and I would shake her. Is that how I would play it? Yeah. I look at her and go, yeah, <laughs> never call me again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Aaron would be like, the okay. first time they've yeah, ever been in a room together to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah like, like, oh I my do. God, you're alive. Like, Thank you, God, for saving my life. Whatever it is, we've been through imagine it. Imagine co starring in a movie or something, and that's, you have literally. You do shoot 10 minutes together and that's it. <laughs> Never fucking call me again. And I didn't like the fact that Chris Evans had to save her at the end. Like, let her have that one yeah. kill. Let her have, like, she was She's doing fine. it. Meanwhile, that guy who, like, when he was dead in the car seat, he's like, he looks like a guy, like, when you pretend to sleep. Like, <laughs> uh, like he looks a little fake asleep. And then he woke up like a zombie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Must kill. Gun. I have one thing yes, I please. just looked up from uh, Pat Cadigan, who is the authoress of Oh yeah. Cellular the book. <laughs> I just want to say a couple things. Shout out to her. She does look like Bette Midler in Big Hocus business. Pocus. Oh my God. <laughs> she apparently was um, a the queen of cyberpunk in, oh, wow. in the 90s and uh, also used to work for uh, Hallmark cards, writing greeting cards. So I think that, that pretty much out. sums yeah. it yeah. all up. And by the way, if you want to just keep on going down the cellular rabbit hole, in 2008, a Chinese remake was made and it was called Connected. So we can really go, you can, you can read it, you can see the different versions. Uh, Ike, would you recommend this movie? To watch it for the way that we watched it. <clears throat> it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I, 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 I'm going to say... For the purposes of this show, if you're a fan of this show, yeah. I'm not going to recommend it. Okay. I'm not. I, I, I think like like the last time I was on, we did On the Line. Yes. I recommend On the yeah, Line because 100%. it's so <clears throat> bonkers and off. Yeah. Every, every mistake you can make in a movie they make. Yep. And 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 you can really, you know, get turkey stoned sandwich. and drunk. Turkey yeah. sandwich. God bless. And, and, <laughs> uh, but this one, I think you will find yourself in this weird in-between thing where you're like, I want to laugh at this because it's so bad, but William H. Macy won't let me. I know. He, it, the performances kind of bring you back. And even Chris Evans is good. He's like, good. Like, he's good. He's fine. Yeah. There's yeah. no digs on anything, but just the way it's all put Presented, together. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird it, it, yeah. yeah. So I would, I would not, not give, I would not recommend it. Aaron? I'm going to say what what made me angry about this movie is that it isn't bad enough to earn the fact that I then couldn't sleep afterwards because I was so amped up over <laughs> suspense that was not deserved. <laughs> My husband was making fun of me. He fell right to sleep. And I was like, I feel like I watched an action movie that I didn't even like. So for that reason, I would say, no, do not watch it. Especially if you're like me and you can't handle any suspense. It, yeah. it will... You will not go to bed till 2 a.m. like I did. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that it kept you on the edge of your seat. Uh, Jason? No, I agree. It's not, it's not, it never kind of tips into being very fun. Um, the performances, I agree, are good, but it's just not, there's, it's so little, it's so thin and so diffuse because they're spreading it all around yeah. that it's not fun. You never kind of get lost in it. You're just kind of like, oh, I guess now we're going to do this. And I agree, like, 
There's a couple of ways that you're like, oh, if you had just made this more about William H. Macy doing his thing, it would have been a better movie. Or if they had just done a little less, I don't know. It just felt like episodic in a way that was never, never settled into like a movie I wanted to be watching. I feel like I watch this on an airplane and I really... Uh, you know, airplane travel and movies, really, I can I can forgive so much stuff. And I just, I think I enjoyed it. I think we watched so much kind of hard to get through, like, Drek, you know, that, uh, that sometimes I'm like, when it's light and airy like this, I'm like, oh, there's enough fun stuff in it. But yes, it's not something I would go out of my way to be like, you got to see it because this scene is crazy. It's fun for this. I think yes. you're going to get just as much out of hearing us watch it. We've watched it for you. We've taken the bullet yes. here. You don't have to watch this yeah. now. You're welcome. Uh, but, uh, but I'll tell you this much. You asked about, was it successful? It came in, it was the 80th seventh uh, film of the year. So that's where it came in out of all the movies made in 2007. The top three of 2004, Shrek 2, Spider-Man 2, and Passion of the Christ. Uh, This movie was beaten by the movies that we did on this podcast, Van Helsing, Catwoman, and Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Uh, So that is uh, what it it did. Passion of the Christ has the same Ricky Martin joke, though. But they do it better. They do it because they take the music out and they do a little bit of the thing. They give the joke the appropriate gravity. Um, Because it's Pontius Pilate. It's saying it. Yeah. Oh, what's your name? Ricky Martin? Kill him. Uh, Ike, since we last had you on the show, yes. you've become a gigantic movie star. <laughs> you've made your own movies. Uh, this is uh, exciting to have you back. Uh, what? Tell. All right. So we've talked a little bit about The Oath, yes. uh, which will be available on uh, video on demand. You can yes, find sir. it there. Apple, Amazon, whatever you, whatever your preference. Do you want to give a, like a short pitch for what the movie is? I mean. Do you know how uh, uh, everything sucks now? Yeah. Right. I wanted to make a movie that was basically that and really encapsulate like a family uh, falling apart during the holidays and fighting about politics. And uh, But it's funny. Yes, it's very funny. fucking scary. It's uncomfortable. Um, it's, it's You want to talk about a tension movie. Like uh, that's uh, a, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You'll be you'll be like uh, annoyed with me when you watch it. But it's everything <laughs> I've been feeling in the past three years in a 90-minute movie. And I with an insane rec- cast. Oh, my God. Tiffany Haddish, John Cho, Billy Magnuson, Carrie Brownstein, so many great people. And uh, I think it's something different that you'll really enjoy. I love it. Uh, all right, so The Oath, check it out on video on demand right now. Aaron, your book is fantastic. Your podcast Thank is you. uh, fantastic. I do cellular for feminists, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about hard things. You guys have been on the road like all the time. People can follow, find you on the road like through your web. Do you have a website where people can find Yeah, throwingshade.com and feminasty.com for okay. the book. Yeah. Now, did you read the audiobook of your book? Yeah. Um, I have not. I, that Was that an interesting experience? It was for to five hours a day of just talking and I had the flu. Oh, So oh. what was crazy is I had this oregano spray that I had to use yeah. and it was like, have you ever taken oregano yeah. little pills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. burn. Yeah. So I had to like burn the, <laughs> I was just like constantly trying to open my nasal passages. So it was fun. You can't hear that I'm sick, but okay. I was super sick. Okay. And tell us what the book is about, or, or your like elevator oh, yeah. pitch for the book. Too. It's a it's a it's a feminist manifesto slash comedic essay book for women who are either currently mad or don't understand why they're mad. I'm kind of distilling every every way we're marginalized in like funny uh, funny it's, little funny little essays and some just depressing facts. Yeah, there's some depressing facts. <laughs> um, I look at this throwing shape podcast. Look at this. Can you hear this? Subscribed. 
Oh, wow. And it's such and a good podcast. I'm, I'm going to listen to it on my way home. Uh, it's so good. Well, I'm so glad to have you both here. Uh, Jason, thank you so much. Bye, dudes. People, want to also let you know that Grace and Frankie is hitting Netflix right now. A brand new season just dropped today. That's right. Catch June in all the episodes. It's another great season. RuPaul is in it this season. Yeah, RuPaul and June together in a scene. It's amazing. Have you ever heard our episode of What's the Tea? It's pretty insane. Uh, also, my brand new show, uh, Black Monday, premieres on Sunday on Showtime. For the next 10 weeks, we'll be airing. It's me, Don Cheadle, Andrew Annals, Regina Hall. Uh, I think you'll really like this show. It's funny. It's crazy. Um, it's got some really dramatic moments in it. It's something that's very, very different. Co-created by David Casp, who created Happy Endings, and Jordan Cahan. I think you'll like this show. I have a smaller part in the pilot, but grow as the season goes on. It's uh, it's really, really fun. And a big thanks uh, to Kelly Alto for all of her help here putting together this episode. Avril Halley for uh, pulling all of our great clips. Nate Kiley for doing all of our research. Uh, Devin engineering the shit out of it. Everybody here at Earwolf, uh, especially uh, Cody. And uh, we thank you all. We will see you next week for a mini episode. If there is something that we didn't talk about in this show, give us a call and we will talk about it there. Or if you just want to ask me a life advice, we can do that there as well. We We'll see you next week on How Did This Get Made? A mini episode. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.